from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don. With me, as always, is Blake. Don was started out by just saying, go. Yeah. Go. The and co- I was just staring at the at the screen, thinking, "I never tag in. What? <laughs> I had, what does he? What does he want me to do?" I had the beach ball, and I was telling I was telling GarageBand to go. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was talking to his computer machine. Yeah. The, um, do you not do that? Yeah, but usually I'm not on a headset with somebody else. You, you know what? I I still do sometimes when I'm mad at the computer. I still like slap the monitor. Even though I know that the monitor is just has, has no computing components in it, what you need to do is just click a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah, and try that, to do a lot of helps. things. Just like uh, fill up the buffer; that'll speed everything up. <laughs> that's how that's how computers works. work. Yeah, um, the more ones and zeros there are, the faster everything goes. Yes, more input equals more action. Uh huh, and and more eventual output, which is awesome because more is better. Did I take any computer science? Not even a little bit. I failed. Well, I didn't fail. I washed out of a computer science program after six weeks and switched to philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) My roommate in college was a computer science major. Yeah, mine too. And accidentally minored in math because of it. Yep, mine too. Almost (laughs) majored. So much math that you just minor, you just default get a minor in math. I gotta, I gotta get him on the podcast. I think Sean would enjoy being on the show. He's a, he's a programmer in San Francisco now. Well, Oakland. He's in Oakland at the moment, but I should get a hold of Ryan. See what's going down in the world of computer security now. <laughs> I think Sean is currently unemployed by choice. Huh. <clears throat> like I, I, I get a bunch of great perspective on Silicon Valley through him. Like, no, yeah, I quit another job because it was fucking garbage. Like the first job he had when he moved out there, he said they didn't have a business plan. And so all the peons sat around and would be like, okay, how are we going to make money? What's <clears throat> what's our ROI on this free online school we're, we're putting together? Maybe, ooh, here's, here's how we turn a profit. We kidnap all the world's kittens and hold them for ransom. That's our new business plan. <laughs> so knowing about computer people is that they seem like they're like the white collar equivalent of a line cook. A lot of them Where are. it's like, oh, yeah, I quit, but, you know, I already got hired somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I said, fuck that place. That happened like, well, to him what like are you six gonna, times. What are you going to do? Like, what do you mean what am I going to do? I'm already working. I already got a job at this other place. <laughs> and uh, for a while, he had one of those jobs where he uh, he could have, like, unlimited time off. And so, you know, he lived in Bali for a while, lived in Seattle, just lived wherever he felt like it. And... Uh, well, he was in Oakland, and I was in San Francisco for a conference last year. So we uh, hung out, and I was like, "So, like, do you have to work?" He's like, "No, I can just take the day off whenever I want. I got some shit to do this afternoon, probably, but it's fine." Yeah, as long as you, as long as you leave this, like your current job, without stealing too much yeah. or doing too much damage, you just immediately get another job. Yep. He, <laughs> we have, we have a, a a hobby, I guess it is, of 
coming up with absurd um absurd pitches for silicon valley startups things that are too ridiculous that 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 would would get venture capitalist funding but by the skin of their teeth that's the thing like vcs in san francisco or in silicon valley will fund almost anything and the very first one we came up with was uh it was oh how do we phrase it airbnb for bathrooms because <laughs> you know like public restrooms suck so just find a house of a nice person who will let you use their toilet for a nominal fee and it's nice and they'll have you know toilet paper and a nice you know air freshener and everything and we we're like yeah that's ridiculous that's so stupid that was yeah, i don't know 2016 2015 2016 uh and then a couple of years later uh, somebody successfully pitched that app i don't remember what it's called but it existed at least for a while and our best one was we called it pooper. A lot of <laughs> ours have to do with bowel movements. It was P U with an umlaut P R. I even made a logo for it. And and pooper was like a subscription toilet service because God, cleaning toilets sucks so much. So we will send you a one use toilet. You poop in the toilet, package it up, and return it. Uh, postage free you know like netflix so it's old school netflix yes it's old school netflix except for toilets and so okay this is going to be expensive how do we cut costs well the toilets are actually just the cheapest tin buckets we can find uh and that that way we hit the hipster market because they're rustic and they, they give a more authentic pooping experience they're kind of old school well they're filled with hand shredded cedar chips no too expensive um they're filled with the crust of the poop of the last guy because we just kind of hose them off a little bit we don't take we, we don't clean them off a whole lot because that would also take time and time is money uh we uh we decided we were going to have a goat kind of give him a lick over but that was only an excuse so we could have a goat and then then we ship it back to somebody else hey, it's got poop in it yes it's an authentic one use tin toilet experience and we had multiple revenue streams. So the secondary revenue stream was uh, was in questionable fertilizer. And the tertiary revenue stream was in removing rare earth elements and trace amounts of gold from human poop, which you can do, you know, in mass quantities hmm. and then sell that. And there was a quaternary revenue stream, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that was pooper. <clears throat> Never got off the pooper. ground. Never did. I just found a still of the cgi bigfoot <laughs> yeah ladies and gentlemen oh, we have laughing even... <laughs> laughing to myself because yeah. i just found we... a really scowly scowly still of the cgi bigfoot from <laughs> the... 2012 12s bigfoot. bigfoot that's the name of the movie we're going to be talking about today that we watched the other night <laughs> we did we watched so this is <laughs> this is where you can just pause flip on your amazon account because i know you've got one we all do you're not doing anything so just sit down and watch 2012's bigfoot once you get back from getting pepper sprayed by fascist policemen if you can still see clean your eyes out as best you can turn on your smart television set and assuage your anger and righteous rage by watching 2012 bigfoot starring danny bonaducci and greg brady so you can see the what we really should be using police and National Guard for yeah. fighting Bigfoot. Yes, not just Bigfoot, a 30-foot tall Bigfoot. Like a way too big Bigfoot. Way too big, with really, really long, sharp claws. 
the comically large Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah easily 30 feet tall, right? <laughs> yeah, easily. And he looked like he he looked like a, 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 a cut scene from a PS2 game. That's how bad the CGI was. It seems like they took an existing gorilla model and just kind of stretched it out to make it <laughs> yep. Bigfoot shaped. You know what? I take that back. I don't want to insult the PS2 because there are some good cutscenes on the PS2. It looked like a cutscene from a PS1 game. Ouch. Yeah, it was bad. This, I mean, that's not, this isn't horrible. They at least had some kind of hair, yeah. hair physics happening. It's, well, I've been watching a lot of shit about CGI stuff lately, mm-hmm. and I'm a little shocked at how complicated it is. Well, I remember saying as we were watching it, ooh, the fur on this Bigfoot uh, supersedes the digital <laughs> fur technology of 2019's cats. This isn't procedurally procedurally generated, is it? <laughs> in that, in every scene, Bigfoot actually had the fur on him. They did not forget to put the fur on 30-foot-tall yes. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot is pretty consistently shitty. He yeah. doesn't get less shitty or more shitty. He's just consistently shitty the whole so, time. So if, if, you, uh, if you all don't know, Danny Bonaducci was in the Partridge family. Greg Brady, I don't know his fucking actor's name. He's just the guy from the Brady Bunch. It's Greg Brady. Yeah. That's, the Asylum's done a couple of these matchups where instead of monsters <laughs> fighting each other, there's, well, wait, there's one with monsters and it's Tiffany and one of the other contemporaries to Tiffany. Oh, what was that one? It was like Crocagator versus Anacondas or something. <laughs> and who was in it? Oh, uh, Tiffany. The, I think we're, of, I think we're alone now cover fame. Oh, that Tiffany. Croco. Fuck. What was it? It was, it was. Giant snakes versus some version of crocodilian. <laughs> Let me find anacondas. So, so like they just pull a D-list husband and drop him in a movie for name recognition. What the hell was it? It was something like Gatoroid or something. Was she? I think I'm alone now. Mega Python versus Gatoroid. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Really? Yeah. So they there's not only do you have the conflict between the Mega Python and the Gatoroid, but you have conflict between Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Wow, that's that's phenomenal. Who do not play themselves. What what the fuck? What were her big singles? I'm pretty sure it was I think we're alone now. Was was one of the two. I forget which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're alone now. You're right, that's her. That she performed in malls. Yep. And it's a cover. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't remember what Davy Gibson's. Who cares? <laughs> Correct answer, Don. Correct answer. And yeah. I always find it really strange where they have purposeful celebrity cameos next to what is essentially a glorified <laughs> celebrity cameo. Yeah. Like you the, don't like Danny Bonaducci is not number one on your call sheet ever. Uh, Unless it's like the Danny Bonaducci documentary <laughs> horror story. Then yeah, sure. But they, they it's basically like a feature length cameo. And yeah. then Alice Cooper shows up as Alice Cooper. Yep. Yep. Like, so, is he going to mention that that's Danny Bonaducci or not? So here's the plot. Here's the, the plot is insofar as there is a plot. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say this movie does not have a plot. 
it has a story things happen but there is no structure to the things it's just one damn thing after another it's just a string of loosely connected events of people driving between deadwood and what the fuck what's the fucking other town in south dakota oh uh well they never mention anything else that's there there's deadwood and mount rushmore yeah so yeah they're going between deadwood and mount rushmore in like two minutes that's all yeah that's all which I didn't look up how far that is away. I looked up, I think, Rapid City from to Deadwood, and that was like 45 minutes. Because there's nothing right next to The only thing next to Mount Rushmore is this little, like, tourist town called Keystone <laughs> that has little gift shops and motels and and such. That's like two or three blocks worth of stuff, and then you just kind of drive up some hills. And there's Mount Rushmore. Some windy, through some windy hills. Mm-hmm. And you can't really, you can't just see it from everywhere so you, you have to be right there or else you're not going to see it danny bonaducci danny bonaducci who is a uh an 80s radio station dj is not in the 80s it's set in 2012 but he is an 80s station dj it's probably what danny bonaducci is really doing right now mm-hmm. <laughs> he he wants to throw an 80s themed rock festival in deadwood or outside of dead somewhere in south dakota and when he goes it's supposed to be Deadwood, shot in Carnation, Washington. <laughs> he he starts to like bulldoze a field next to some woods. And Greg Brady and his his uh groupies, his his like sex cult, his Doc Antle sex cult ladies. It was very Doc Doc Antle. He's also supposed to be Native American, right? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Did they I I think so. Ugh. But I, he uh, he comes out of the woods and he and the ladies throw clearly plastic chains uh, on a part of the bulldozer. And oh, no, you you did call out they had really good chain. Oh yeah, they had some real good, chain yeah. sound effects. Yeah, they had some some good foley. Made them sound like chains, <laughs> and and uh, uh, they get into a shouting match because from what I gathered, they used to be friends. But Danny Bonaducci, whose name is Harley, Daniel Harley something or other, and Greg Brady is Greg Brady. I don't fucking care. Uh, Danny <laughs> Bonaducci fucked his mom, which he keeps saying like it's an insult, but then like it's kind of implied that he actually did fuck Greg Brady's mom. <laughs> and then at the end, the opposite was also true, apparently. Yeah. Um, like he saved that up for their their climactic wrestling match. Yeah, don't don't like get, he sat on that for thirty years. Don't get ahead of ourselves. Um, so they start <laughs> shouting, and their their loud noises summon angry thirty foot Bigfoot from the woods, who proceeds to like eat five people. And stomp. He stomps a lot too. Yeah, uh, and there's no blood. Like he'll tear someone in half and bite their head off, and there's no blood whatsoever it's hard to animate and then he like throws the he throws the bulldozer or something and then nobody seems to have any fallout from this like people saw a bunch of folks get (laughs) tore apart and stomped and like nobody has any trauma they're just like yep there was a bigfoot what are we gonna do about it and greg brady is like we have to save the bigfoot he's just a part of nature and danny bonaducci is like kill the fucking bigfoot i want to have my 80s radio thing we're gonna still go forward i've already got alice cooper we can't change it now (laughs) we're not we're not gonna (laughs) bail on him he played wayne stock you guys oh the music festival is amazing there's (laughs) I mean, generously, 30 people there. Mm-hmm. If I want to be 
and half of them are Greg Brady's sex cult because uh, they come up with a compromise that he can sing his hippie songs as the opening act if he he doesn't protest. And the same background keeps, like, the same people at the music festival or at that bar scene. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. (laughs) All the same people. Yeah. The people tailgating on the road are the same people who are instantly like warp over to the music festival seconds later (laughs) that that said they have a bunch of background players in the credits like way more than it seemed like there were (laughs) yeah they yeah oh and i'm i'm so sure that because they actually sent i'm I'm actually looking at it because i got it up on the on my second monitor because i'm fancy now bougie they did a sec they sent like a second unit of maybe like one guy with a camera to Rapid City to get Rapid City, South Dakota to get shots. And they're not even, they they didn't even go to Deadwood. It looks like it doesn't look like Deadwood at all. (laughs) It looks like they're in, they're in downtown Rapid City is what it looks like. (laughs) But okay. So like, no, 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 don't notice. It's just South Dakota. Who cares? So, uh, Bigfoot shows up at the concert because Bigfoot doesn't like loud noises. He's like, he's like Grendel. <laughs> I'm just irritated by parties. Yeah. And so he goes and uh, kills a bunch of people. This is after, oh yeah, he, he randomly, uh, there's a, there's a big RV with a married couple in it, an old, like an old couple. And he just randomly shows up in the road and throws their giant RV like into yeah. a river. And uh, yeah, so that happens for some reason, I guess just to scare you more. But then he shows up, and Alice Cooper is, like, bitching about what a shitty concert it is, and then Bigfoot stomps on him. And Alice Cooper <laughs> is the best actor in this film. Which Bigfoot, is... Bigfoot want damn Yankees. <laughs> Bigfoot want the nuge. Bigfoot not like shock rock. It offend Bigfoot <laughs> sensibilities. If you, bring, if you bring this trash, bring guar. <laughs> This is this may maybe scare Bigfoot nineteen seventy. <laughs> this this Bigfoot twenty twelve. <laughs> Bigfoot not even scared of Marilyn Manson these days. It's I so see corny. someone get fed to the worm <laughs> and the crap bolt. <laughs> yeah, and so cod, uh... and cod piece based costumes. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh so then that's when they both start their quests in earnest to save Bigfoot or kill Bigfoot. That's right. Like the, the that's, idea that's, that... That's the, the inherent conflict. The idea that anybody would try to save the 30-foot-tall monster who stomped a few dozen people and ate yeah. a few dozen more is just like... It's ridiculous. And then they get into a bar fight. Um, and then... Is Bigfoot mad because they woke him up from hibernation? That's what they say. Isn't that a plot yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. And there's this sheriff lady uh, who, like, just she's like a sheriff's deputy. And the, the sheriff is played by uh, Senator Senator Kelly from the X, first two X-Men movies. Yes. So he's really slumming it. And she's like, she says to somebody at one point, like, oh, I'm not actually a sheriff here. I'm a detective from... St. Not, not St. Louis, Kansas City. I'm just up here tying up yeah. some loose ends. And it, they like, never really explain why yeah. they're just like, oh, you're a cop? Okay, okay. sure. Work in our office doing <laughs> work. Uh, just, you know, just 
dispense exposition. Yeah, and then she, but she goes out in the field too. But there's the shot where she carries this box of mementos with some really bad coverage. Like just that a was really well bad wild. second unit shot where she like has a box of mementos and sets it on the hood of her car, it and would, then looks into it. And let me find that. That like, was it's, so weird because it, it's this, hard to describe. This is another like I have my list of things that are in every movie, mm-hmm. and like one of them is tea. Like you always have to have tea. Okay, like Mr. T. Not always. I wish. Yeah, if every be, movie had Mr. A Mr. T scene. They, they'd all be better. Where you go to the stranger's house to to learn some information from their photo album or whatever that's mm-hmm. always in every movie, and the old lady says, "Oh, would you like some tea?" <laughs> and then brings out Mister Fucking Tea. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I would love that movie because yeah. I, I hate that yeah. scene. It's I've seen it, I've done it twice, and now I've see, I see it a lot. Where it's you go to meet someone to learn the information. And they bring and they give you tea. Yeah, because they want you to be doing something while the exposition happens, but they're not creative mm-hmm. enough to come up with something interesting. And that one happens a lot. And another thing that happens a lot is box of shit. Mm-hmm. Is there's always a box of shit that someone's gonna like reverently look at something from the box of shit. Yeah, it's showing, not telling. And they <laughs> and they always call out. There's like nine things in this box, so you got to put it all in there. Yep. And then you see they lift up one thing. And then put it back, and then that's it. Like, you think, hey, maybe we'll get an over-the-shoulder of what's in this box. And they never do. <laughs> so, like, whatever thing that the actor likes or the director decides, because they don't have... They never want to, like, go through the box. They always just want to, like, that takes too long to show the one thing. It's yeah. like, awesome, cool thing that the art director made, like, a report card and a sonogram and, like, the... The dozen things that were called out is in there. <laughs> but this one, in this one, she opens the box and, like, looks at it. But then they cut to this really janky, like, still. <laughs> it's like a still of what's in the box. It looks fucking weird. I, let me find it. It's okay, just... here she's with the box. <sighs> to where it's like she just had it. It looks like she has an empty box on the day. And then later on, they're like, we'll just put what's in there later <laughs> style it's so crazy oh uh, hey man i shot that one with my phone and i accidentally hit still image instead of video it's okay nobody will notice we'll just pop it in yeah and like the resolution is different it's like it's like ed wood uh you've seen ed wood right yeah where where johnny depp the whole time is like nobody will notice it's movie magic like it's that level of garbage yeah, what's in there is just a bunch of crinkled up maps, <laughs> a plastic, a clearly plastic gun. Well, all the guns are clearly plastic. Let's get that out of the way right now. It's a clearly plastic gun and a photoshopped Polaroid. <laughs> yep. That's why it looks so weird, I think, is they had to incorporate this, like, photoshopped Polaroid. <laughs> and, uh, and, and... Then this this Man, B plot weird. this B plot of her history of her tying up loose ends in Deadwood never that's it they never mention it again like they went out mm. of their way to make a terrible shot and it ends up being completely pointless and the editor didn't catch that like yeah the there's a, a Polaroid of her and some man and then it's just never brought up again <laughs> or at least we didn't notice it if it was no I'm pretty sure it never was. Uh, because I remember saying, at, like, during that shot or, like, right after it, I bet this B-plot is just, this is it. It's not going to go anywhere. And then it never fucking did. 
And I do love that they put her in a Fargo trapper cap, though. Yeah, but like, so did like makes me laugh. Uh, the other, uh, the other cop did. Senator Kelly, I think, was wearing one too before he got unceremoniously stomped, and she, uh, she inherited the role of official sheriff because that's how that works. <laughs> oh, and I think they invested in two sets of South Dakota license plates. <laughs> Everything else was Washington, because you'll see. Well, the cop car, they just took the plates off. So the cop car has no plates. And then there's a point where the cop car leads like a posse. (laughs) A big posse of of gun toting, gun toting good old boys. Yeah. Driving their pickup trucks, all with Washington plates, (laughs) to go fight the Bigfoot. Uh, Okay, so where were we in the plot or the story description? Uh, We're at. They were gonna. We went through the concert. He stomped Alice Cooper. Yeah. He stomps a bunch of people. There's a bar fight thing. There's a Jaws mayor. Oh, don't forget the really convincing police station where it's obvious they shot all of her scenes back to back in one take in one day. Yeah. There's like there's a flag and there's some maps. And <laughs> flags and maps and shit, some office I, supplies on the desks. I, I think I wrote it down when you you noticed that there was a post-it note. Yeah, there, what, what did that post-it note say? It said, I'm a bear who loves beer. Yeah, because somebody, whoever they're, I assume they're like one or two art department people. Because that happens, like, I've done that, too, where you just stick up random post-it notes, like, on maps and shit, just to make it look, just to add some, you know, add, just to flare, zhuzh it up. To flare, it's a visual flare. Just to, we usually call it, just to zhuzh, zhuzh that a little zhuzh bit. <laughs> just, like, add some more shit. And so you'll put just yellow stickies on stuff. And yeah. usually you like you write something that might kind of make sense just in case that happens. Not this Cause normally Because normally you don't see any of that. But no. there's one like right over her, like right next to her head that she's really close to. So you can read the note. And that's, yeah, it's like, I'm a bear that likes beer. <laughs> uh, okay. So they they... They go kind of their separate ways for a while, like trying to convince the town to either save Bigfoot or murder Bigfoot. And, and they have a job. They have a Jaws mayor. Yeah, they do. They have a mayor who's like who uh, who is totally kind of okay with Bigfoot. He's like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a large Complete. ape. <laughs> it's just a thirty foot man eating ape. Uh, and Bigfoot. Let's see. Somebody somebody goes on a on a boat and they're like badly rowing. And they're badly rowing down the river, and then Bigfoot, like... All right, what were they supposed to be doing? I don't fucking remember. It was it was a very bad movie. Um, so eventually, after a whole bunch of just kind of filler, Danny Bonaducci enlists the only black character in the movie, who is also the guy who has all of the firepower and guns, and also he looks like a crackhead version of former President Barack Obama. Yeah, it looks kind of like, hey, kids, don't do drugs. This is Barack. This is Barack on drugs. This guy used to look like the president. Now he doesn't so much. Yep. Now he's way more just gaunt and sad. Yep. So he, uh, that's right. That guy had grenades yep. and all kinds of stuff. Well, he had, uh, a he also small had, he cylinder. had the exact same airsoft rifle from the beginning of the movie. Yep. And he also had a sniper rifle that was, that's the one. Cause yeah. the, that dude at the beginning was hunting. Yeah. 
But you said and, it looked like the only a, purpose-built gun prop in the whole movie was that sniper, the tranquilizer gun slash well, the tranquilizer gun, yeah, Sni- yeah, slash sniper rifle, yeah, and yeah, because other... Greg Brady has a tranquilizer gun, and we learn this in the scene where we find out that he lives in a commune with a bunch of nominally hot women. It's, yes. it's like it's like the movie wants you to think they're hot, but like two of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, an issue with asylum stuff and they, low budget stuff in general. Is they, that Airsoft companies don't tend to make the more pedestrian civilian stuff. They make all this tactical, super tactical military shit. So there's this dude at the very beginning who's just hunting in what look it just street clothes. Like he's not wearing like hunting shit. <laughs> and he's got, uh, I think it's an L96, the British, the Arctic Warfare for Counter Strike. <laughs> And he's just got one of those going hunting. Yep. Just and and just go just shooting, just standing up in the middle of a field and shooting because that's how a man hunts. And then late, later on, um, uh, skinny. What do we want to call him? Meth bomber. Meth bomber. Sure. Meth bomber's got the exact same gun that that dude yep. had. And his buddies have like there's one dude with a, a French FAMAS assault mm-hmm. rifle. Yep, there's just a bunch of goofy. Out. Just like whatever we had, these guys are armed with. Yep. Uh, so okay, so uh, crack bama, meth bama, <laughs> uh, and he he enlists a posse, and Greg Brady gets some industrial strength tranquilizer darts, which were the worst prop in the entire film. It's amazing; they're huge. Yeah, they're. It's like it's like they like a, just they, a turkey baster with feathers yes. on the end of it. Yeah, like obviously Massive. hot glued craft feathers from Michaels. <laughs> Yeah, what, what what were they red? I think they were yellow. They're just very brightly colored, not not a natural like, shade, and not um, harvest, harvested harvested from the uh, fabled Big Bird of Sesame Street. Because yeah. I had to make a tranquilizer dart one time, and I just used a little syringe, mm-hmm. like one of those one cc. Yeah, because you're little not, you're syringes. not ridiculous. And stuck a uh, the end of a fishing lure, you know those little tufty bits. Yeah, like on the end of a whatever lure you call that. Yep. Just glued one of those on the end of it, and that looks pretty decent. So I made it little too, because it was supposed to hit a person. So, so this... I cut like a one cc syringe in half, and then stuck a little tuft on the end. This was, was a purpose built Bigfoot tranquilizer dart, though, because according to Greg Brady. Uh, he has read the literature. He knows that Bigfoot's hibernate and that he's angry because he woke up. He's hibernating in a cave, even though it was winter and he's a primate. Which, of course, hibernate. Yeah. And they go to Wind Cave, yeah. which is which I've been to, and it is significantly smaller than what a 30-foot Bigfoot could fit into. Yeah. And uh, when he pulls up, somebody uh, somebody stole the tranks. I don't remember who Danny Bodaducci enlisted to steal the trank darts. But when they go out to try to trank Bigfoot, because he's his skin is too thick, the hide's too thick, the bullets bounce off. Well, how do you know that? I've read the guidebook or some shit like that. He had he had a lot of information about giant Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, he he finds he tra- tries to take a shot with his trank gun and nothing comes out. No, that's not what happened. He opens the case, the the five dollar carrying case. He did not think to check before he went out into the bush and 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 an uh, an overhang, just like a rocky overhang that they were under that that was supposed to be a cave, but it was too well lit. 
didn't look at all like a cave. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're just on the side of a rock face. And uh, and they just kind of made it dark in post. Like, we're in a cave. And, and Danny Bonaducci, along with his posse, gets the National Guard to come out. And at some point, Bigfoot stomps the sheriff. <laughs> and this... Oh, the, and the... Our, uh, our uh, interim sheriff here has the authority to, like, <laughs> call in airstrikes. This is... This is... Guards, just, like, this whatever is sheriff, sheriff. Whatever you want. We <laughs> need air support at Win K. Yeah, so they bring out two helicopters, uh, and Danny Bonaducci is in one of them with a sniper rifle that's also the same prop as the Trank gun that the other guy was using. That's true. They did make one custom built thing that looks pretty good. I'll give them that. They did a good job. It looks like something. Yeah. Uh... No, not a great job, but so so is good Dan- enough for I'm sure their limited resources and time. Danny Bonaducci, the National Guard, and his posse that has a truck with no license plate but the words Bigfoot Deathmobile on the front. That's right. They had they made a deathmobile. So so he's shooting <laughs> by, from the helicopter. They made a deathmobile. I mean, they gave it like a car bra. Yeah, it just says deathmobile on the front of it. <laughs> they. He's shooting from a helicopter, and the the uh, other helicopter is like letting loose with twin twin side mounted chain guns, and it's just all bouncing off of Bigfoot because he's Bigfoot, and Bigfoot picks up a car because they had like chased him out away from the bush at this point. He picks up a car and throws it into the other helicopter, at which point Danny Bonaducci like fucks off. Um, Greg Brady has an ultralight plane. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's flying around in the ultralight. That he crashes twice and walks away from unscathed post times. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, then then up. some more shit happens and they go back out to, to Wind Cave. And uh, this time, this time Bigfoot is really angry. And he murders he murders Greg Brady's like number one sex slave lady, like like snaps her back and then throws her into a branch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he picks her up and they have kind of a long yeah, shot of like, her like looking al- at Bigfoot, almost like Bigfoot's going to be like, "Oh, she's pretty," and then like that's and how they're going to trap him. Snap, snap, <laughs> and then he runs away, and and the next shot is him busting through the external wall of a warehouse that he somehow got into <laughs> somewhere yeah, else kind of, he kind of warps around <laughs> he's got some pretty magical ability maybe he is supernatural yeah they're, they're not much for continuity in this film at all <laughs> when we see yeah, here's him in a cave and then mm-hmm. he just explodes through a warehouse <laughs> and is running around people are shooting at him I think this is around when we start to see the National Guardsmen on foot, and they're they're all just like whatever extras they could find. The one of them had like just six bullets strapped to his helmet. That's right. He, they let they let one of them do a a full metal jacket. Yeah. Be an ant. Like, sure, I'll be animal mother. Just let me yeah, foliage me. band a bunch of bullshit on my helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Just get a, just get a, a few, uh, what are these, uh, 308s? No, those are, oh, those are 776s. Oh, uh, 308s. Yeah, we'll call them 308s. I'm going to strap them to my headset. Strapping <laughs> explosives to trees. Yep. 
Oh, this movie was great. But uh, Bigfoot does get his face burnt off at one point. He gets hit with something. Oh, it was the tank shot because they had a Soviet tank. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had this weird... <laughs> Just this pillbox-looking motherfucker with a red star oh, and a parachute on the front. And you only see it for like a second, so you can't tell if mm-hmm. it's if it's practical or CGI. And then they shoot Bigfoot in the face, and it burns the hair off. And the rest of the movie, he has like first degree burns on his the like one side of his face and his shoulder. Uh, and uh, I think right after that happened was the first time that Greg Brady crashed his ultralight, like right behind Bigfoot, and then just gets up and walks away. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found. I think that's a that looks like a real thing. <laughs> This tank. I'm not sure what the hell it is. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. Uh, so later on, after Bigfoot breaks, like, Bigfoot runs away again. There's, like, these... It's just, like, fight Bigfoot, he runs away. Fight Bigfoot, he runs away. And with, like, random bullshit in between the encounters with Bigfoot. So Bigfoot's face gets blown up a little bit, and he runs away. And we see some other shit. And, like, they're back out in the woods. And... <laughs> And uh, a couple of the sex slave women like walk out of the woods, and the net, the the black dude Meth Bama just shoot. The first thing he does is shoot a white woman who comes out of the woods. Then the national guard, Did he? yeah, I remembered it. Then the national guard, they mow down Meth Bama like they they kill the first black guy that they see. And then, like, the sheriff's getting some more shit together. She's building her own posse, and she's talking to a guy in, like, BDUs from the 80s. Just, like, old-school <laughs> camo. Right. I called that I called that out because they, they cut to this goofy-looking, this goober uh-huh. in, a, in just BDUs with zero, no... No, no name. No patches, no, no insignia, nothing. no nothing. It was just, just, oh, just oh, guy oh, who went to the oh. thrift shop and got his, got his camo shirt and pants. Maybe not, not even pants. I think we just saw him from the waist up. Yeah, they just threw a threw a old BDU jacket on this kid, and uh, and then Bigfoot attacks Mount Rushmore, so everyone yeah. goes to Mount Rushmore, and Bigfoot throws. There are more helicopters. Bigfoot throws another car at another helicopter. He is very good aim, throwing cars at helicopters, and he gets to. Oh, also, he's wearing his cap inside too. Bigfoot? I just found the BDU guy. Oh, can we see him from the waist <laughs> down? Uh, no, you just see his. Okay, you just see his his what I his torso. No pants, no pants for him. And he's wearing his cap inside. No, don't do that. And uh, then, okay, so then there's the battle of of uh, Mount Rushmore. They get to they get to Mount Rushmore instantly. Yeah, the, yeah. Bigfoot gets to Mount Rushmore instantly, and so does everybody else. He climbs it. He climbs yeah. it like Kong. But he also climbs it like three times because in multiple shots we see him <laughs> yeah. go from Washington's chin to Washington's nose. It takes him several tries to get past <laughs> Washington's George's forehead. We never see him fall down. He's just, just oh no, big foot. Climbing, like oh, he's at the nose, and then seconds later, oh no, he's back at the mouth again. Yeah, it's that same animation, just repurposed. It. Nobody will notice. It's movie magic. <laughs> He just just can't climb this face. And then Danny Bonaducci and Greg Brady both get up on top of Mount Rushmore somehow. One of them with... Also instantly. instantly. They're immediately up there. Danny Bonaducci has a real gun. And Greg Brady has his uh, his fucking prank gun. And 
they get into a fight with each other. And this is where we learn that Greg Brady maybe fucked the other dude's mom, too. And then something Bigfoot does causes Danny Bonaducci to fall off of Lincoln's head. But then he's like, oh, just holding. He's grasping. He's about to, he, he, you know, he can't quite hold on. And then with no, nothing was earned whatsoever for no, no reason whatsoever. Greg Brady is like, I must help my former friend. And he reaches down and then like he starts to slip and then Bigfoot comes up behind him. And Greg Brady turns with like, like obvious need in his eyes to reach out to Bigfoot. Help me, Bigfoot. Help us after all we did to you. And Bigfoot's about to do it. Help me, Bigfoot. But he then starts after, to like but, and reach his long clawed finger out, and then the the temporary fill in sheriff from another town calls in an airstrike on Mount Rushmore. They blow off Lincoln's face and kill all three of them, and all three of them die in an exploding Lincoln face. Yes. And uh, so that's <laughs> there's your there's your climax, and the entire denouement of this puppy was one year later. A a monument was put up to Greg Brady and Danny Bonaducci for their selfless sacrifice in trying to protect us and our town. Like, they didn't do shit. They just screamed at each other and alternately tried to kill or entrap a Bigfoot. They got people killed and eaten. <laughs> oh, and, oh, they also put Lincoln's face back on. Yes, they're building Lincoln's face. Because that's, that's what happens. That's how uh, you can do that with rock is... Uh, you can just—it's it's an additive process. Yeah, yes, yeah, additive manufacturing <laughs> of a gigantic Lincoln head. He's not, and it's exactly the same. He's not yeah. like recessed way back in there. No, it's, it's just the, the same, same, just with it's like you same. know a scaffold around his chin. Yeah. Uh, so, so can you can you screen cap for me? Can you screen cap there? Uh, the <laughs> it's it's so hard to describe this monument that they build me, to these these two literal motherfuckers. <laughs> nice and the geography the geography of the mount rushmore stuff is just bananas yeah because i've been there a bunch because you know i used to I used to go there like every year oh yeah like bigfoot's at the mountain and then suddenly he's yeah. in a residential area yeah he like leaps because they have they do a shot where they're looking right down because you come up from the parking lot mm -hmm. and there's this um like long walkway with these kind of not arches, but like squared off arch things mm -hmm. where they have all the flags of all 50 States going down there. And you can see the monument through the things. And he goes, Bigfoot goes from that, like leaps over the camera. And then is in like some town <laughs> for a little bit. And then he, he runs back and now he's back at my road. It's, it's crazy. Yep. It's, but the, uh, I, I think I'm going to use the, the monument for, the cover for this episode because pe the people need to see the people need right. to see how awful this monument looks. It looks like a cheap cardboard cutout, but I'm pretty sure it was just bad CGI. Like, I don't think there was even a thing there. I don't think it was even a oh, practical no, it's, effect. It's for sure. That's yeah. Something that was made digitally. Oh my God. It's, it's so bad. This is the monument to the heroes of Deadwood. <laughs> the town that's, Nowhere an hour away from yeah. here, <laughs> and just like Wild Bill Hickok, I bet you can find their grave sites all over South Dakota, and nobody knows which one is the real one or if any of them truly are. Huh. How do I do this? How do I screenshot? Are you in Windows Ten? Monitor? 
No, I'm on a Mac. Oh shit! Then I have no. I don't remember how to do this. I don't know. I know. How about how to do I just Windows. take a picture with my phone and send it to you? Sure. It's a shitty movie. That's a it's a shitty method of doing it. I'm happy with that. Oh, here we go. I got to get the and the closed captioning is on. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. So you'll you'll laugh when you see what the uh, what the music is or what it says. I might uh, I might screen cap go through this on my computer and screen cap some of these and just just post them on Facebook later this week. Like I vaguely remember how to do screenshots, but rather than figure that out, I'll just send it yeah. to you. Yeah, just do it faster. So while he's while he's working on that, some random notes that I took. Um, there, we, there you go. Thank you. Uh, it, the movie opens with stock footage and then just like the food chain. Like there's a dragonfly and then a frog with a really long tongue eats the dragonfly and then it jumps in the water and then a big fish eats the frog and then a bear eats the fish and then the hunter with the weird fucking Israeli rifle or whatever. <laughs> the FAMAS. No, it wasn't the FAMAS. Whichever the English World War Two Korean it's rifle. A- no, it's oh. it's the modern. It's an L ninety. It's an L ninety six. Oh. He he shoots Not the bear. Matters, but... He shoots the bear, and then Bigfoot eats him. So it's like, oh man, that was deep. And uh... oh, that's it. Uh, uh, okay, Dan, Danny Bonaduce's name is Daniel Harley Henderson, which has to be an Easter egg. It has to be a Harry well, and a Henderson. It's Easter gotta mean something, yeah, Harley Henderson. Yeah, and and we realize this might be. Now we're not. Uh, we're not scholars of bad 70s television that people still think is good for some reason but this might be the first partridge family brady bunch crossover like they they exist in the shared universe with bigfoot they have a shared universe yeah well do you which which do you think that they originally were in the same the same universe but or if one is crossing over into the other one or they both went to a third bigfoot centric universe i don't know no way to tell there is we will never know uh, this all exists in a Partridge family world. Everybody has a flip phone. There is. This was made in 2012. There is not a single smartphone in the entire film. And for guys who have been acting for 50 years, just, you know, various degrees of success, Greg Brady and Danny Bonaducci are horrible at their jobs. <laughs> they think they'd get better at acting, acting, over, acting, over, acting over. They're as bad at acting as Mitch McConnell is at being a statesman. <laughs> uh, yeah um, another random note i took alice cooper like his actual backing band obviously they couldn't afford that they just got alice cooper and so the guys behind him look like a shitty weezer cover band <laughs> it's a dad there's a dad band yeah it's total dad band nerdy back nerdy dad backed by a younger dad band yeah and uh <laughs> I think I think it was a journalist who's interviewing Greg Brady. I had to take this down, and she's like, "Some people are calling you the Jane Goodall of Bigfoot." <laughs> yeah, I saw him once. I lived with the Bigfoot in uh, uh, Tanzania for many years. <laughs> I learned the ways of the Bigfoot. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I I, I infiltrated his habitat at Wall Drug. <laughs> I read the manual. That's how I know all about his thick hide and his, his hibernation cycles and why he doesn't like loud music. I found I just found one of the only shots of actual Deadwood in the movie. Because <laughs> you can tell because Deadwood is very small and sits in like right at the in a valley, like a severe valley where uh-huh. no matter where you look, there's mount, there's hills going up the side of it. <laughs> and so it's 
which makes none of the rest of, I guess maybe that's why they didn't show very much real Deadwood is because then all the other shots would not match at all possibly that's my guess is that they got they got actual Deadwood footage it's like huh so there's no way to frame out the mountain like no it's no. just at the bottom of a mountain you can't Everywhere you point a camera, you're going to see Valley. So none of our shots from Washington match any of this. Okay, I'm going to read the plot description on Wikipedia in its entirety. It's fairly short, just to see if this can make any sense of the meandering fucking spaghetti bowl that we just described. Okay. (laughs) A hunter tries to shoot a bear to bring home as a trophy until a large hairy creature attacks and kills him. The creature appeared to be the legendary monster Bigfoot, who then goes back to his cave to sleep. He then attacks and kills an elderly couple by turning out over their RV. When Bigfoot attacks a 1980s-themed rock concert in Deadwood, South Dakota, after the noise disturbed its hibernation, the cynical event organizer Harley Henderson tries to kill the giant beast and create a tourist attraction around its stuffed body. Now, they're forgetting the fact this left out the pre-concert encounter with Bigfoot. Um, But who cares? It's none of it is relevant to the plot because there isn't one. However, his former musical partner, I didn't catch that. They were in a band together. Okay, I did not catch that. That's there's a lot that's that's I think that they like the people making the movie knew this, but they didn't yeah. tell us very well. Uh, Simon Quinn, Barry Williams slash uh, Greg Brady, now an environmentalist, realizes the creature is the last of its species and is determined to make sure it does not become extinct. Harley goes to great lengths to kill the creature in order to save his concert from being canceled, but Simon thinks the creature is just protecting its territory from trespassers. Harley assembles a team of hunters and mercenaries to track down Bigfoot. A group of men and women try to capture Bigfoot on camera, but all of them get killed. Oh, those are the people in the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, no, Bigfoot Bigfoot canceled that music festival by stomping on the headliner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Simon all, uses all 20 people had to go yep. home. Simon uses a hang glider to spot the creature while Harley and his men try to kill him. However, Bigfoot kills three men in the process. It was, it was like an ultralight with a hang glider as, as, as a wing. Like it, it had a motor on it. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Harley uses a rifle to shoot down Simon's hang glider. So that's the first time. <laughs> this is like even more like, uh, yeah, I'm going to save the guy who shot down my fucking plane from falling off of Lincoln's head. Fuck you. Army helicopters pursue the creature, leading it straight to the concert. Most of Simon's activist friends get killed by Bigfoot or the National Guard for their interference. They evacuate the town to avoid more casualties. This is not the plot that I remember. With all Man, his, like, maybe we should have paid more attention. Yeah, but I feel like they're getting stuff out of order because there were like. Anyway, with all of his men killed, Harley decides to stop Bigfoot once and for all. Sheriff Alvarez, Sherilyn Fenn, and her partner Gunderson, Bruce Davidson, try to call off an airstrike after they spot Henderson and Quinn on Mount Rushmore trying to trap the creature. Henderson gets killed when Bigfoot kicks his patrol car into a tree, crushing Anderson. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's uh, Senator, what's Senator, Senator Kelly got crushed between a car and a tree. He tells Alvarez she's a great sheriff and that her father would be proud. Maybe that's the only closure of the B plot. Maybe that's what it was intended as like, here's how we, here's how we tie off this knot. Your father would be proud. Unfortunately, Bigfoot is killed in the process when attack jets fire missiles at him, destroying Mount Rushmore as well. A year later, Mayor Tom Gillis, having survived his injuries, congratulates Anderson and Quint for being heroes and unveils a statue of them in their honor. Mount Rushmore is also being rebuilt as a new monument. Um, yeah. Yep. This is definitely not correct. Because Anderson 
Gunderson, Alvarez. Who the fuck is Anderson? I don't know. Because the sheriff. Yeah, this guy. Okay, Anderson. The name Anderson just shows up. The sheriff's name is Gunderson. Gunderson gets whoever wrote this didn't even want oh, to. Oh, Anderson is Danny Bonaducci. Uh no, he's Harley Henderson. Oh, well yeah. IMDB lists him as Harley Anderson. No, he's Har- uh, and, and whatever. <laughs> so but, so they fucked up. Yeah. So the, the IMDb, IMDB has this wrong. <laughs> the sheriff the sheriff gets killed. Well, so does Wikipedia. The sheriff gets killed by being crushed between his car and a tree. That is true. But then Harley Henderson and Simon Quinn go to fight it out on Lincoln's head, and they die along with Bigfoot. Oh, the sh- the sheriff, uh, Senator Senator Kelly, Senator Melty, is <laughs> Sheriff Walt Henderson, and Danny Bonducci is Harley Anderson. Because oh, uh, Wikipedia says he's Sheriff Walt Gunderson, and Danny Bonducci is Daniel Harley Henderson. So, <laughs> well, so something's wrong. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, big. No the, one was concerned enough to get that stuff right. But let's let's not leave out Gary Casper as the voice of Bigfoot. <laughs> it's, 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 just go. What's my motivation? You really hate shock rock. Okay, I can do this. Well, I wonder what else he has done. Let's look at Gary Casper real Well, what's quick. his name's busy? Uh, Bobby's World guy. <laughs> Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel's busy now. That was my go that's my go to my go to Howie Mandel. I can't think of his name, Roll. You know, the bald guy with severe uh uh O C D, that him. <laughs> I just start I start yeah. with Bobby's World and I work from there. He does the Bobby voice for the Bigfoot voice. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we're... And I, I know people who were in this. <laughs> you do? Yeah, oh, yes, you know. You, one of the guys was on Z. That. I, know the, I know the DP, the, the, the director of photography. I worked with him. <laughs> um, I know some stunt people who... I, was, I, was, I didn't see them in here, so I didn't see any, any doubles that I recognize. Because I've seen him before, Alex <laughs> Terzieff, who I worked with a bunch <laughs> If there's been a couple of, of like, uh, Sharknadoes and other things where I see him. Like, he's on the roof shooting at a monster or something. <laughs> he's or... just, like, a go-to background player for the asylum. Yeah, there's a couple. Of, yeah, there's another guy. There's uh, Keith wasn't in this one, but there's another one where I did it. It was one of the Sharknadoes where they're both, like, really obviously in it. And I get multiple times. I was like, oh, there's <laughs> Alex and Keith again. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, Art... One of the other stunt guys, yeah, you I've know, worked with a couple uh, times was in this. Mark Carr, I wrote. That oh, down. right, yeah. uh, sketchy, sketchy from Z Nation. He was he was Cooper, a guy with no lines but a name. Yeah, he's in the like a, in the the big. They're attacking Bigfoot in the woods. Yeah, in one of the woods. I think he was there in the shot where they had like the the stock jungle animal noises in the background. <laughs> right, so we have like kookaburras. Yeah, here. <laughs> in dead dead, dead South, South Dakota. Dakota. Oh Jesus! This movie was great. That one was Everyone. was fun because I recognize. Yeah. I like I recognize that guy. What do I know him from? And then right. it was oh because I've actually because <laughs> I've had lunch with him. So at work, we're we're almost at an hour. Before we close this off, I want to give updates on two things. Okay, I, I first would like to update our audience on uh, uh, Team Barf Team. Okay, 
because we had a we, we made a decision, a very important decision about this earlier today. <laughs> when I I sent Blake a, a picture of Denver police who had seized a shitload of guns and uh, and you know like off-brand tactical gear from a couple of guys who showed up at a Denver protest on Friday. And one of the guys named, they're both Boogaloo boys, by the way, if, uh, if uh, Google that. Basically, they really want a second civil war, and they go out in Hawaiian shirts and uh, try to instigate shooting, like like actual live shooting. And first these fuckers take the Gadsden flag. Mm-hmm. Now they Hawaiian away. shirts. And now they're taking Hawaiian shirts? Come oh, on. how dare they. Well, his name is Chevy McGee. Chevy McGee, the most... <laughs> Phony name I've ever heard of. So we were like, Blake's Chevy, like, who's his accomplice? Bulgers O'Malley. <laughs> I follow Reebok Houlihan on Twitter. <laughs> so I really like Reebok Houlihan. We decided that uh, that that the recurring alias theme for everybody in Team Barf Team is uh, is a brand and then an Irish or Scottish surname. Except the black character who wants to have a different name every time, but they make him be Nike Jefferson. It's like yeah, it's like it's a little racist, guys. Yeah, and then and, and then somebody could be like, "Look, we didn't pick this." Yeah, so he <laughs> he's got to be came he, out of the machine. He has to be the most competent member of the team. Like he, the black guy is clearly the most competent professional member of the team, and the rest of the team shits on him all the time. Well, I'm also I'm picturing there's a pilot. I haven't. <laughs> I need to just fucking like knock this all out and yeah. determine what's actually in this. Because I want there to be a pilot character who yeah. I'm picturing as Asian. <clears throat> and, uh, okay. And his, they, they, they make him be, uh, and he, he or she, Sony Katsumoto. He or she, I have not decided yet. Hua- which one I like more. H- Huawei Katsumoto. But has, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> also gets an alias that's yeah. inappropriate. So the second thing I want to update on is the Center for Excellence course that I finished Module 1 of the other day. <laughs> right. uh, I'm, I'm going to give regular updates on this. Module 1 is basically what is cryptozoology. And uh, it, it, it had some uh, good information like that uh, nobody has proven that cryptids exist, but nobody has proven that they don't exist either. That's true. Yeah. Oh. Um, I... I, I I'm going to predict, and I will happily fully admit that I'm wrong if it comes to this. I'm going to predict that I could have written this entire course in a weekend off the top of my head based on what's in the introductory module. Now, I, I, there are assessment questions. They're open-ended questions. And it's, you could tell it was not written by anybody who is in any way a professional educator because some of them, like, you're not allowed to just copy-paste what it said in the text. You can't just regurgitate it. They will not give you credit for it for their fake diploma. But some of them just literally ask you a question that there's, like, how the fuck do you reword? It's just, this is just what it says in the text. You're just asking me. The question is begging for me to copy-paste what was in the text. And then some of them were just, like, almost not related. And that's something I've seen on the Facebook study group. Multiple people in multiple of their bullshit fucking courses posting questions and going, I have read this module front to back five times. The answer to this is not in it. (laughs) 
Are you saying these aren't professionally produced? Uh, yeah, and yet uh, it's like a weird cult because people just keep posting, oh, I finished this one. I'm going to do this one next. What's everybody else doing? Look at all these fake diplomas I have. Oh, I, I finished this one about uh, crystal therapy. I'm going to finish your crystal skull module I'm, yet. I'm going to open my crystal therapy business. And like, what the? <laughs> this doesn't qualify you for any. All these motherfuckers are actually pretending this is a real university. Are you kidding me? So the the Facebook thing has uh, – it's been tough for me because <laughs> five, six times a day I want to drop in the comments and say, people, your question is not relevant because the thing you're studying is not real. It's not real, yeah. Let, let, let me list out some of the courses that I, I, I tweeted to Blake and, and, and Denise last week because she, you know, she, she was on that episode. <clears throat> Ancient Magic. Divine Masculine, Remote Viewing, Hedge Witchery, Angel <laughs> Healing I Therapy. I had to ask, what is a, what is a hedge witch? Yeah, so yeah, it, uh, for those not familiar with fantasy novel parlance, a hedge witch is a self-taught witch. So the idea that you would have a class to teach you to be a hedge witch is, apart from the fact that magic isn't real... It's it's silly for that reason too. Uh, so this bougie bougie fucking witch. Uh, I taught myself angel healing therapy, angel reiki, angel magic. A search for science gave me zero results. I did subsequently find like they have an astronomy course, like they have stuff, but they don't have a category of science. But so much of their stuff is just garbage. Um, they have a psychotropic psychotropic plants diploma course, which is going to kill someone. Like somebody, like I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that the uh, the toadstool on like it, on the cover of it is the fly uh, fly um 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. It's the one that will kill you. One of the many fungi that will kill you if you eat too much of it. But also the one that Mario's mushroom is based on because it's red and has white spots. Oh yeah, the Christmas mushroom. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, let's see. Uh, earlier today, I sent Blake the following. I'm studying a crystal healing diploma, and I've read this is from the Facebook group. I've read the notes on crystal skulls, but I'm, sh- I'm unsure how to reword it. Anyone got suggestions? Thanks in advance. Question 8 of 10. Give three examples of how crystal skulls can work in amplification. <laughs> and Denise's response to that was, well, are they using coax? Because they may want to switch cables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh for fuck's sake they have a soul retrieval course do you have a mineralogy diploma it would be great to study this alongside the crystal healing diploma crystal healing uh yep uh it's 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 pretty it's pretty good it's pretty great it's com- it's just I can't be mean or they'll kick me off the Facebook group and I won't I won't get to see you any more get your of inside track anymore. Yeah, but knowing that, you know, at least 75% of what they're teaching is straight up bullshit written by whoever ask them if do they have a 5G course? <laughs> do you have do you have an anti-vax course? I want to learn I need learn. to learn about 5G. I need to know why it gives cancer. I know it does. Can you please explain why in 10 easy-to-follow modules with hard-to-answer assessment questions? So is, like, it's one more G than 4G? Yeah, yeah, extra Gs. 
And how many? So if four Gs was okay, but five Gs is bad. No, four G was bad too. Five Gs just worse. Six G. Oh, okay. It will kill everybody immediately. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, and what was the other thing? Oh yeah, uh, I couldn't find the screenshot, but there was a guy who was in the novel writing course who had a question he needed help with, basically asking asking him to. Uh, summarize one of his his novel ideas and then come up with an idea for a subplot and then it defines what a subplot is in the text of the question <laughs> and then he's like uh guys help what's a subplot and apart from it being defined in the question how dare you sir take a novel writing class when you don't know what a subplot is <laughs> you think you're gonna write a whole fucking novel you've never heard of a subplot oh for fuck's sake yeah. So what's this B story I've heard about? Uh, that's when a lady puts a box on her car and then we never mention it again. I've never watched a television show in my life. So no. I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Wholly unfamiliar with narrative structure. That's my one beef with, with Bob's Burgers is you don't always need a B story, Bob's Burgers. Just maybe once in a while do an A story and only an A story. I guess occasionally they do, but it's pretty rare. I've never actually watched Bob's Burgers. I can't comment. It's good. Yeah. I, like 99% uh, of the time, there's a B story, and I'm kind of annoyed that that's always structured the same way. Yeah, I, I, um, I, don't, really, I don't really like anything Lauren Bouchard did before that, which is why I've never watched Bob's Burgers. Like, I hated home movies. I didn't care for Metalocalypse, so I just, I just haven't watched it. I don't like home movies either. I did like Metalocalypse, though. Home, home movies was ugly and not funny. It grew a bunch of other stuff, though. Yeah. So I'll give it. I'll give it credit for being sort of like a uh, a freaks and geeks of animation. Uh, so I think we've we're about an hour, end. right? Yeah, we're about an hour. We've reached the end of our our journey this week. <laughs> Here we are, from beginning to end of Bigfoot 2012. Everybody, please go watch it if you enjoy a good bad movie. It's not the best bad movie, but it is. No, it was it's fun. A, though. It's, a, it's a fun it. bad movie. We're going to do this again because we're running out of cryptids. And I, I said, <laughs> you should say we're running yeah. out of real cryptids. real cryptids. Uh, it's <laughs> it's my choice next time. I want to do a documentary, so we'll, we'll figure out what what that's going to be when we do. Don wants to learn some facts. Yeah, that's why I want to watch Eyes of the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i want to watch the bigfoot alien connection exposed yes i want to learn some facts blake he's documentary loosely yeah so um uh ladies and gentlemen uh stay safe stay healthy and fuck the police <laughs> that's right listen to nwa all day every day yeah check out this royalty free music i found I thought about just jamming out to fuck the police, but I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I don't think NWA will know. Or care. Honestly, I don't really think they would care. Get a cease and desist from Dre. <laughs> like, hey guys, I'm expressing solidarity. I'm doing this because I too dislike the police, especially when they beat the fuck out of black people and murder them. So, okay, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks once again for listening to The Hidden Zoo. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, all that stuff about telling people about us well, we really appreciate you listening and we hope you like this it's called rocking forward by x take x from some royalty free music site that i found and 
That's pretty righteous. <laughs>